Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, not retail, but wholesale, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, Sasquatch and Wildcard Casino giving away a Tesla. Yeah, a Tesla. And if you don't want it, you're going to get over $33,000 in cash instead. Grand prize drawings are the 4th of July weekend. So it's going to be the second, third, and the fourth while you're up there. You can be part of their daily cash drawings. Of course, the giveaway with the Tesla, right? And they have a great sports book as well. You need to get up to Sasquatch and Wildcard Casinos in Blackhawk. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Okay, Mace, uh, let's talk about your conversation that you had with Nathaniel Hackett today. I mean, you were part of a, a group, but you asked him, on how he sees Albert Okawebenam's role in the offense this season. Yeah, he's going to be one of those kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, move tight ends. So he's going to be kind of more of a receiver right now. We want to train him in blocking so he can be right there uh, next to Tomlinson. So he's going to be a guy that we're going to slowly develop and um, very excited to see him uh, work. I, I remember uh, watching the tape. I remember the one he caught a short pass and just took off for a touchdown. I think it was like a 70-yarder or something like that. It was pretty impressive. So excited to get the ball in his hands. What does slowly develop mean? Well, I mean, we've talked about how he fundamentally has to learn how to block. That it, that, and we saw last year. I mean, you, you look, for example, at Week 18 against Kansas City, and he completely whiffs. Next thing you know, Melvin Gordon's getting the ball stripped from him, and the Chiefs are going in the other direction. Albert Okwebunam is not a good blocker by any sense of the definition. And so if he's going to play in this offense, he's going to have to block. And that's what they're talking about, slowly develop. But it's year three, right? He's, he's got to start showing it. I mean, and, and that's the, the compressed time frame that you've got to, to figure things out. I mean, I was, I was having a conversation with a couple of, uh, with, with a couple of uh, coaches and football people uh, last night, and one of them asserted very simply, they're kind of in a bind with the way rookie contracts are structured because they say, hey, you don't really know one way or the other for certain until year four. Well, that's not always true. Certain players, not always yeah. True. Yeah, but like the, 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 the best of the best you know, but most of the rest need time. And I'm, I think they're, and, and unfortunately, the current structure of the NFL economics and, and capology and all that doesn't allow for that sort of patience. I mean, this would certainly take some research, but knowing you, you know this off the top of your head. I don't know everything. Wanted to let that breathe. Now you can make that as a drop, Danny. Well done, Mace. Well done. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. With that, I don't have the history of Nathaniel Hackett as an offensive coordinator for the Bills or Jacksonville or the Green Bay Packers sitting in front of me. I am wondering just how much he likes to use tight ends as receivers. Because that makes me think maybe getting rid of Noah Fant 
was no big deal to hack and maybe doesn't like to use tight ends that much. We know that Russell Wilson doesn't throw to his tight ends as often as a lot of the other quarterbacks do. Well, okay. So if, well, he, yeah, that's true. He had Jimmy Graham, but Jimmy Graham was, wasn't overly productive, right, in Seattle. Not, not compared to what he was in New Orleans with Drew Brees. Right. So if, that's, no. if that is not Nathaniel Hackett's jam thrown to tight ends, which honestly, you get the right tight end with the right mismatches. Uh, you know what? Now, now that I'm thinking about it even more, does that make a lot of sense not to want a pass-catching tight end where there's a mismatch? I'm not saying that Hackett doesn't yeah. want it, but it doesn't seem like he's overly crazy about it. it. doesn't seem like he really wants to buy into it that much if he's looking at his best pass-catching tight end, and it makes it sound like Tomlinson is going to be on the field more than Okawabinom. Yeah, because he talked about how Tom, how Okawabinom, you know, if it works out as, as, as a blocker, he's going to kind of slide next to, next to Tomlinson. But if they're asking more for blocking than pass catching from the t- from the tight end then that that leads me to think that maybe Tomlinson is going to be the starter when all is said and done here and not I think we all assume maybe that Oak Webinom is going to be the number one tight end but we could be talking about Tomlinson playing more snaps because he delivers a little more of what they want especially because I think we're going to see a lot of three wide sets excuse, I think that's what they prefer to do excuse my ignorance I feel that I know more about football than most but I also know that I don't know everything. Are you allowed to have six uh, six offensive linemen? Yeah, now the sixth has to declare himself as eligible if he does if he is not if he is an offensive lineman rather than a tight end. But yeah, you can have six absolutely. Okay. So why put Tomlinson out there where you can put Calvin Anderson out there too with um, with Turner? Because you want to still have the threat of being of of being a, a pass catcher and yeah Eric, Tomlinson is primarily a blocker and I'll tell you having having met Eric Tomlinson and having met Tom Compton the uh r- the swing offensive lineman that they brought in from San Francisco and free agency mm-hmm. er- Eric Tomlinson is listed at 6'6 263 and Compton's listed at about 30 pounds heavier than Tomlinson I would swear that it's Tomlinson who weighs more than Compton having seen them. I think Tomlinson is probably actually closer to about 280 or 290. And, of course, then again, he hasn't caught – you know how many career catches that Tomlinson has and he's played uh, six years in the NFL? Six years, 18 catches. You know what? I don't know if it's ever really been done in the NFL, and this is a copycat type of league. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can still put three wide receivers out there. And you have a better chance of running the ball. Why don't you do that? Why doesn't that, why doesn't anybody try that? You still have a three wide out set, and three, right? You still three have wide th- outs and a, and a six te- and a six though lineman. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Why not? No. No. no I'm being serious. You, you're more of an X's and O's guy than I am. Why wouldn't you I, do that? And then you have Javante Williams as, as your running back, and I. <laughs> I think that would give a, give a defense fits, don't you think? Especially if you could throw out there Sutton, Patrick, and Judy. It should. Right? In, in theory, it would work. It would work really well. I mean, I don't see any reason why if you had six offensive linemen who want to move forward anyway in run blocking as opposed to pass blocking, okay, uh, I think you're picking up at least four yards a carry every time. 
and especially if you have a really good running back. You just run to that side every time. And Tomlinson's a devastating blocker. No, I'm talking about an offensive lineman. Well, I'm, I'm, not talking, can, I'm not talking no, about I'm Tomlinson. Saying, right, I know you're talking about that, but I think that Tomlinson effectively is going to serve that role even though he's listed as a tight end. Who's who's going to be a better run blocker, Tomlinson or or pick any pick any of the guys competing for right tackle? Who's going to be mm. a better run blocker? Who's going to be a bigger mismatch? Not Tomlinson. Calvin Johnson's going to be a not Cal, well, um Calvin Anderson. Calvin Anderson. I mean, but Calvin Anderson is I mean, he he's a sturdy offensive line, but he's not built as thickly as Tomlinson is. Okay. What about the other guy? Tom Compton? Yeah. I think they're looking at him as much as an inter- as an interior backup as an outside backup. I think Why wouldn't you but, line up two right tackles? The pro- but here's the thing, and the one reason why you do that, every and this is something that works against it, and you can probably change the numbers if you want to make it easier, but if, if you're wearing an offensive lineman's number, mm-hmm. every time you before snap, you have to declare as eligible if you're going to be a sixth offensive lineman. Fine. And that's an, that's an unwieldy part of the process. If you're trying to go no huddle, you're going to have that de- guy try to declare every time that's going to slow you down. You no, you don't, run, you don't run six offensive linemen as you – every single play, but you show that look. You can show that look. Can't you? Sure. Right. Why not throw that in? There is a wrinkle. I think that, well, the Broncos had that as a wrinkle last year too. You're making it sound like Tomlinson is the greatest blocking tight end of all time. Well, he's a good, he's a very good blocker. He's good. I would, but I would take a 300 pound right tackle. But I like the fact that you have somebody who, at least in his college past, has some pass catching experience. So he does provide that threat if he goes out in the flat to catch the ball. We don't. Know, you're asking an offensive lineman to do that, and maybe he's never done it before. You can do both. You can put Tomlinson out there for some plays. You can put Calvin Anderson out there for some other plays. You can put Compton out there for some other plays. That would be one hell of a wrinkle. And then when Compton or Anderson come in, you just declare them. I'm not trying to reinvent the game of football, but you'd have a much better success of running the ball if you had a legitimate right tackle in there. And talk about blocking. How great yeah. is that? You, you think yeah, you, 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 th- I, I you just, think you think an outside rusher is going to get by two 300 pounders? I don't think, well, I don't think he, he's going to. I just think you give the same effect with an actual tight end who can run a route. I'm not saying it's every play. I'm saying you show that look maybe three, four times a game because you can still have three wideouts. And they were doing that last year, too. I just don't think it's, I, I just don't think it's that big a deal. All right. All right. Coming up after the break, we've had a lot of conversations about Nikola Jokic. Is he going to win the MVP award? Well, ESPN did their own informal poll asking 100 media members to participate in this poll that mimics exactly the postseason awards voting. Wait till you hear how Jokic came out in this voting. That's next. Afternoon drive.
Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason. Watch us. SmileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. At Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, got to tell you about Colorado Off-Road. They have all the major accessory brands for your truck, your car, your Jeep, your SUV. So if you're thinking about camping this upcoming season, if you're going to be towing a boat, you need to get to Colorado Off-Road to get what you need so you can make it a fantastic summer. And oh, by the way, Colorado Off-Road, they install everything. And if you need something aftermarket, no problem. They have over 90 years combined experience to get you what you want. And unlike the big chains, Colorado Off-Road is family owned. It is local. Jerry, one of the owners or the owner with his wife, Wendy, they live in Littleton and the business is in Littleton and Jerry is from Littleton. So look to upfit today at Colorado Off-Road. They are Colorado grown, Colorado owned. That's Colorado Off-Road. We're going to cooffroad.com. Uh, Mace, quick question. Where are you doing the show from today? Are you still doing it at the courtyard? No, I told you I'm doing it outside of the the breakers in Palm Beach. I'm actually on what rate what is Radio Row, which is actually a parking lot outside of the uh, media pavilions, which are temporary facilities erected here in a parking lot. Looking uh, at the entry to the breakers right now, I've been sitting outside this whole time. So why why did you change? Uh, because I'm driving back to my parents' house tonight. Oh. Oh, I you, knew I heard birds in the background. Oh, so you got kicked out of the hotel. Well, I mean, I knew that these these meetings usually wrap up on Tuesday, even though they schedule them through Wednesday. Right, right. And especially when I saw that the uh, the items on the list for the owners, it was a it was a pretty light list compared to other NFL annual meetings. So I thought the chances were excellent. This thing would be wrapping up on Tuesday. And so saving little money on the travel budget. I said, all right, let's just do the hotel Sunday night and Monday night. And then I'll just, I have about a four hour drive in front of me as soon as I'm done with this show. Uh, and I'll drive on back up to Tampa and uh, do the show from the Tampa area on Wednesday. Why don't you do all of the shows from there? It's a gorgeous view and the reception, I'll be honest, is far better. From do all the shows from here? Yeah. And yeah. Palm Beach. Why don't you just do them from the breakers? Why? Because the if I want to stay at the breakers, it would be about. Uh, no, but you're doing it from Radio Row. Yeah, but the, the Radio Row is going to be dismantled when this meeting when after tonight. No, but I mean yesterday and the why didn't you do it from there yesterday? Oh, yesterday. Yeah, uh, because I had gotten up very early on Monday morning and I need to go take a nap oh, yeah. before the show. Yeah. Yeah. Did you bring I mean, there, what stuffed animal did you bring to keep you company? None. Why? I like it. I, sometimes I need a nap, and especially when I got up at 6 a.m. Eastern time yesterday morning, which was 4 a.m. Mountain time. And I'm still kind of coming out, coming off of the time change and all that. I knew that I was not going to be able to make it to a two hour show with you without taking a nap first. I, I know myself pretty well in this regard. I know when I need sleep. Dude, you take naps before the show when you're in Denver. Yeah, I know. And I feel you're not up at four in the morning. You go to bed at four in the morning, but you're not up at four in the morning. Yeah. But the thing is, 
that's probably optional. I can get by without a nap. Yesterday, it was an actual need. Yeah. How much is the shrimp cocktail there? You, prob- know, you probably probably looked. Like well, last well fifty dollars. I, I don't know. I I I haven't bought because they have free sandwiches and snacks and uh, and soft drinks for the media here in the press in the press area. Right. So I don't have to go pay for anything. Right. I'll just have the. I had a vegetarian wrap, a uh, mm. a half of an Italian sandwich, yep. and a really good chocolate chip cookie. Oh, good. And for for and and, a, and some iced tea for my lunch here. I didn't have to go there. Now that being said, last night was the and at the the reception mm-hmm. was basically a party and base and it. And, and, but, How was that? Did you get all? Oh, did you get all? You know? Did you put yourself on blast with Moscow mules? No, because they didn't have any ginger beer at the uh, open bar there. Unbelievable. So you had to suffer with what? Grey Goose? Roman Roman Coke. Roman Coke and, and vodka cranberry. That's what I that I, I I went back and forth between the two of those. And then they had all, all they had all sorts of, of food. Like they had uh, it was in it was kind of a it seemed like kind of an Asian theme last night because they had a lot of sushi. And they had uh, pot stickers over. That would be Asian themed. Yeah, pot pot stickers, little sesame balls as well, and um, Mm. then they but also seafood because they had some and you know sushi is also seafood as well. But they had some really good jumbo lump crab cakes, and so I basically I had some sushi, had some crab cakes, had some of the pot stickers, had had a few drinks, and the thing about that party is it's. Not only all the people who are, it's all the owners and coaches and the other uh, uh, executives, but the media gets an invite too, and so right. it's 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 a lot it's a lot of fun. And uh, we had and and I and I hung out with some uh, people that that people that I know know and, and caught up with and uh, had a really had a really grand time. Were they night. were they hand passed appetizers or was it more of a buffet? Oh, they actually like they they, they will serve you on the plate, like you say. Oh, like I looked at the sushi and I said, and they said, do you want one piece of everything? And I said, oh yeah, sure. Why not? I'll try everything. No, but I mean, were there waiters and waitresses walking around serving like at a cocktail party? Oh no. You go up to a table and then, and then, and then you get the food. And then there are, there are, there were about like eight bar stations around this. Okay. And there was a live band. And then just beyond where the live band was performing is the Atlantic ocean. Oh, and beautiful. so yeah. you're having you're you're having you're at this party you're and you can hear the waves crashing it's 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 kind of soothing but uh, you right. know, it, it, it was a lot of fun people kick back had a good time I'm gonna ask you to drop a name somebody outside of the Denver market who did you talk to last night that people would say wow uh, Greg Olson of Fox Sports people former, know me well, yeah you're former Panther. Former Panther, former Chicago Bear, former Seahawk. Did you cover him? Uh, no, I did not cover him. Which I just talked to him for. I, I just talked to him for a little bit last night. Okay, so as I said, who did you talk to last night that people would be impressed by? Oh, stop it! Who else? People aren't, Come on, who else? I love Greg Olson. People aren't impressed by a, a big time uh, announcer. I mean, he's he might be the number one broad, number one color analyst on Fox going forward now that Troy Aikman's gone. Merlin Olson is one of my favorites. So who else did you talk to? Greg Olson. I mean, who else did you talk to? Come on, share with the class. Uh, if this was Les Shapiro, my goodness, he'd be rattling off everybody. 
but that, but that's, but that's less. I, I, I know. talked with. I mean, I talked with a lot of report with with reporters from around the league. Again, not 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 any that are really famous. No. Um, and uh, and then the and and you said like a, outside and then honestly like the interesting thing about these uh, parties is that usually uh, for the most for the most part there are some exceptions but oftentimes you kind of end up in the group with the people in your market so right. I mean I was I was in the uh, Den- I was in the uh, Denver area which you know some media uh, team officials uh, you know et cetera et cetera and uh, had a really, we had a really nice time so who was there from the media I know Ryan O'Halloran. Brandon yeah. Cristal is there. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you're there. Uh, yeah, who, el- who else is Mike Kliss is there. Who else? Mike Kliss is Troy there. Troy Rank probably. No, Troy Rank was not here. Oh, In fact, okay. poor Troy got his uh, Twitter account hacked today. That's he what got- I saw. But Bitcoin or no yeah. NFTs, NFT. non-fungible tokens. Yeah. Um, and you had the two people from the Broncos website, Phil Milani and Eric Delalo, were there. That was, I, b- I believe, that was the and then uh, Johnny Kurt uh, doing yep. the videography for Nine, Nine News. News, and I think, and that was uh. That was the extent of it. It was a little smaller than usual. There's a bigger local media contingent from Denver when the meetings are out at the Arizona Biltmore in Phoenix. Right. Uh, because it's a shorter trip and it's cheaper. Did you have a chance to sidle up to Hackett or anybody else? Joe Ellis is there, I know. Yeah, I talked with, talk with Joe for a while, talked with Nathaniel. I, 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 did, uh, I was in a, a group of conversation with Nathaniel Hackett for a good while last night. Yep. Um, I mean, I look, I, I don't like to kind of, I'm not like less, I'm not like the person who kind of brags about it, but I guess, Boy, that's, you know, a, that's very hateful to say something about someone who's not alive. I'm not saying no, you're I'm awful. That, Come on, Mace. Really? Oh, Are you really being that guy? By the no, way, not, I have a bone to pick me. with you. I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, when God. you went to the combine, you yeah. promised me you were going to buy me something and you came home empty handed. You haven't left the breakers yet. What? Well, so you, what kind of gift? Will I be receiving from you next week? Here's and, and oh, by the way, not just me, Danny and Nolan and Alex. It's kind of like thing. when a dad goes on a trip, uh, you got to bring something back. And I'm not talking about a crappy snow globe or a bar of soap that says Marriott on it. Okay. Here's the thing. What are you, you getting ask, us? Okay. If you let me finish, you asked me for an FM Bucky t-shirt from Madison, Wisconsin. I did. I did. They didn't trip. have any. Okay. They didn't have any, yeah. so thus that was it. You asked for it; it wasn't there. Do they have um, a Do they have a gift shop at the Breakers? They do, but it go might to be, town. It Surprise me! Clo- it might be closed by the time I'm done with this show. Oh, give me a break! I mean, I'm headed back in there. Good. When as soon as I'm done with this, good. I'm take I'm packing up, right. putting my stuff, putting my stuff in my car, parking lots a little just across the way, and I'm going inside the hotel to right. have dinner before I hit the road at the Breakers. Why not? I'm here. Tell me how much the shrimp cocktail is. By the way, the gift shop I'll is not closed because rich people need breath mints. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, our, I, I, it's a big hotel. I will, I will try to find the gift shop. If it is open, I will see what they have. You know what try is code for? I don't know if I'll be able to do it. Well, you need because to say, I don't what? know if it's I don't know if it's going to be open after eight o'clock. You know what? I'm calling. You, know you know what? I'm calling in the break, and I will let okay. you know if they are open. Don't worry about me because I'm irrelevant to you. Make sure you bring something back for your kids, Danny, Alex, and Nolan. And no, we don't want a snow globe, a crappy snow globe. I don't want a pen that says the breakers on it for them. I want like a hat or or a hoodie, something not, nice for them. I'm not made of money. <laughs> You're staying at the Breakers, aren't you? And no, cl- I'm not. You're I'm treating staying- yourself probably to a very, very expensive I stayed- dinner. I stayed at the courtyard, remember? 
Get something for your kids. Remember, they punch oh, all the buttons, my, and they can make us look really bad. My 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 daughter is currently uh, uh, with with my wife and my brother-in-law yeah. and and his wife right. at my brother-in-law's timeshare in Cabo. I don't think she, my daughter is itching for anything right now. I That's good because then you'll have more money for Danny oh, and gosh. Alex and AJ. I'm going to call to see if the gift shop is open. I will get back to you uh, in the next break. Coming up, can Jokic win the MVP? We'll tell you what ESPN said in their straw poll. That's next. She's on your mind. Everyone knows I'm in over my head. I'm in over my head. I'm over my head. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason. Presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. So, Mace, I just got off the phone with the front desk at the Breakers, and uh, fortunately for you, they closed right at the start of our show at 6 o'clock local time. Ah. However, however, Howley Shirts and More in West Palm Beach is still open. They're open 24 hours a day. So if you if you want to stop by Howley Shirts and More in West Palm, um, you can. Uh, I looked it up. It's a it's a 31 hour drive from Denver to there. So I don't think we're going to be able to make it to pick up our own stuff. But you're just right around the corner. Well, there's that, and there's the, also don't forget I'm going to be in Florida the rest of the week. So if I have to get you something, I might actually get you something from. Uh, where my parents live, where I live for a long time, beautiful Tarpon Springs, Florida. Well, I tell you what, I think the boys would enjoy something. All yeah. three of them would. En- yeah. You don't have to do anything for me. I'm, I'll be okay. But you should do something for your kids. I mean, if you want a curry favor and you don't want your mic clipped just at the wrong time. Time now right. for what's trending. What's trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at sthmazda.com. All right, Mace, with less than two weeks remaining in the regular season, ESPN asked 100 media members to participate in an informal poll that kind of mimics the postseason awards voting. To make the ballots realistic as possible, there were at least two voters from each of the league's 28 markets, as well as a cross-section of national and international reporters. Jokic got 62 first-place votes and a total of 860 points. Embiid, 29 first-place votes, 719 total points. Embiid was the leader when it came to Vegas and in the court of public opinion. Less than a month ago, what do you think changed? I know I didn't want to put a lot on that one game. And uh-huh. I, don't think, yep. I don't think that a lot should be put on that one game. I think it's about the season-long body of work. But I do believe that for some voters, that night did illuminate and change their perspective. 
I think so too. I really do. Um, I, I felt, you know what I think it was? It was more than just the game Jokic had. And it was a very good game, but it wasn't his best game. And Embiid was more than fine. It was the win. That's what yeah. did it. So at the end of the day, Jokic will say this is a team award. It's an individual award, but humble athletes will say it's a team award. In this case, I don't think it's an accident that the tide turned when the Nuggets won that game. And if Jokic wins the MVP, this would be as much of a team award as anything else. Yeah, I think so too. And it's appropriate if it's a team award because the thing, with all respect to Joel, Joel Embiid, what separates Jokic in terms of, the, of, of his proficiency, how good he is, is how much of it is distribution. It's being a t- he is a team player. I mean, he carries the team on his back, but the way he carries the team on his back is by setting things up for others. Yeah. It would be pretty amazing if he wins this again because I don't think any athlete in Denver sports history has won back-to-back MVPs. And I know... Uh, yeah, they, ha- they haven't. Right. Um, and, you know, Jokic still has a long way to go. His career, I don't want to say he's just getting started. It- it's well on its way. And he is certainly in his prime right now. But if he wins back-to-back MVPs, where does he go in the pantheon of Denver sports athletes? Is it, or, or is it about winning championships? It's a good, it's a good question. Um, and I mean, what would John Elway have been if he had not broken through and won the Super Bowl with the Broncos at the end of his career, those last two years? Where would he where would he stack up? He'd be right up there with guys who best players to never win a Super Bowl. He'd be right, he'd be right up there with Jim Kelly. Bunch Dan of, Marino. No, well, Jim Kelly had four Super Bowl losses. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh before Terrell Davis came into town, Elway was saddled with three Super Bowl losses. <sighs> I'm I I actually think it's it's more it again, the championships do matter. But I think if he has back-to-back MVPs, he literally only takes a backseat to John Elway. Wow. In, De- in Denver sports history. Now, it's about what they did in Denver. Now, for example, I mean, the one that you could say enters the chat here, I think, is you could talk about uh, Patrick Waugh and uh, Joe Sackick, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But the back-to-back MVPs is just its extraordinary. It's in it's an individual accomplishment, but is it any fault of his own that he could win back to back MVPs on a t- on a team that maybe has a couple of second round exits because Jamal Murray shredded his shredded his knee? He's he you can't dull his own accomplishment based on the things that were beyond his control, right? I agree. I, I, I think I, I think it would be fair to say he exceeds anybody not named John Elway in the Denver sports. Did, did Elway ever win an M- Did Elway win an MVP? Yes, nineteen eighty-seven. That's what I thought. And Sackick won a Hart Trophy, I believe. Right. Did Wa win a Vezina while he was? Oh, an pff, I'm sure he's won them. I just don't know how many. I don't know if he won it here. Well, that's what I mean. I, he, I, I, I know he won it in in Montreal, but um. What was that? You got marbles in your mouth. No, Montreal. You just didn't do that, did you? 
I did. Really? Montreal. Yeah. Mm. Why? That is very, okay. that is very, um, off putting. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. All right. I'm just saying I, I took French in high school. I learned that's how, and that's how they pronounced it. And that's why you called him LaVisca Cheneau. I'm, I have my, my brain is wired toward, uh, uh, being a francophone, I guess. Well, what's um, what, what's the long street in Paris called? Champs Elysees. Right. And and the, the the big. What do you think it is? Camps Elysees? No, I don't. What, what sounds way more American that way? Right. What's yeah. what what's the big statue, if that's what you want to call it, at the end of the Champs Elysees? Arc, Arc de Triomphe. Well done. Thank you. You did, or I should you, say you merci, did take French. Merci, merci, merci beaucoup. Very nicely done. Yeah, if he wins back-to-back MVPs, as far here, <laughs> if he wins back-to-back MVPs, forget about yeah. championships. He's the yeah. best. He's the best athlete to ever play in the city. You could make that argument. No, no, I, if, I, no I, there is no argument. You know why? He's the best player in his sport for two consecutive seasons. John Elway could have never said that. Right. Right. No one's ever done it. He's the best singular athlete, not team-oriented individual. Just yeah. individual of all time. Right? Uh, you could fairly make that argument, yes. Yeah. Pretty unbelievable. Would, Pretty unbelievable that we're be, living this. Yeah, but you wouldn't be I, you wouldn't be wrong. I mean, again, it's the individual versus team accomplishment. And right. I don't think he and again, I don't think he should be punished if he doesn't win a championship just because I mean, I think you could say a reason why that there's there's probably not going to be a championship in either of these two years that are MVP caliber is because of factors beyond his control. He what he did, what he has done, what he is doing is is great enough. Not good enough, great enough. Think it's about great it is greatness from him. Think about this for a second. His back-to-back MVPs if he wins both, neither will have had Jamal Murray in the playoffs. Right. If and, Jamal and, Murray does not play in this year's playoffs or look, the entire regular season for Jamal Murray. Even, even the great Michael Jordan could not be a champion without Scottie Pippen. Michael Jordan you, absolutely does not win a title without Scottie Pippen. Right. You, even the best of the best and needs a little, needs some help. Right. By the way, you want to hear something amazing about the Nuggets? Maybe this passed you by. Nuggets have had some really good teams. Jokic, oh, yeah. I don't want to say single-handedly. Aaron Gordon was good last night. You know how I feel about Will Barton. You know, I love huh. Bones Highland, yada, yada, yada. Nikola Jokic, right Nikola Jokic, not single-handedly. Nikola Jokic is 90% responsible for the most road wins in Nuggets history in one season. Yeah. Think about that for a second. 23 road wins. That is a franchise best. And it's Jokic and everybody else. Wait. 23 road wins is the Frank in a season is the franchise record. I think so. I read that today. I think it was in the post. That wow. Read that in the post today. Maybe, uh, maybe our crack that's, staff can look that up for me. That's a, I mean, that's, I, I believe it. I, I, if Mike Singer wrote it, I believe it. Cause he's a, he's a hell of a, of a journalist, but man, that is, that's incredible that in their history, they've never won more than 23 road games in the season. Hard to believe, huh? Yeah. Well, think about it, this for a second. You have to have a winning record. Yeah. If you have twenty three wins, you have a winning record on the road. Right. But you'd fit. But I mean, that's twenty three and nineteen, though. 
And by the way, they're not done with the, no, they're not done with they're not done with the road they're not done 20, with the road schedule yet either. Yeah, twenty three and eighteen. That's what the it, it, that's what it is. So you're only, you're not yeah, that far here above five hundred. Mike Singer, here it is. The victory also. This is last night. Also yeah. marked Denver's twenty third road win of the season, a new franchise record. Wow. Yeah. That's in, that's incredible that there wasn't one year that that they had they've ne- they've literally on the road never been double digit games above five hundred with Alex English, Carmelo Anthony. Allen Iverson. Yep. Dan Issel. Yep. Yep. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? We'll talk about that one-on-one throwing session Russell Wilson had with one of his new receivers, and also Nike doing something for the first time in history with the uniforms of two teams in the same city. That's all next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. Take it on the other side. Take it on. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason. Watch us MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale under the public, go to RMFP.com. Time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at TheMcKenzieFirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, Russell Wilson tweeted a video last night of him and Jerry Judy playing catch. Judy running some routes, and they were also talking about some pre-snap emotion as well in that video. Is there an an advantage, a benefit for a quarterback and a wide receiver to work out one-on-one versus doing it with the whole group of receivers? Uh, I don't think it's it's necessarily an advantage or a disadvantage. It's all about working about on timing. Now, the thing... That maybe Jerry Judy uh, missed was kind of the uh, the team building that he would have had uh, with the other guys, but he's been on the team with most of those guys for the last couple of years. Um, I think it's really cool though that Judy he couldn't make it out there last week because of some uh, of some personal matters to which he had to attend, and that Russell Wilson said no problem, we're going to get the one on one work in next week. I think it says a lot about uh, Russell Wilson, and it says a lot about Jerry Judy as well to make sure he got that time in. It's kind of like the difference between a group lesson in golf and a private lesson in golf. You're just going to get more work in a private lesson, so I think it's great. And they did it at night, by the way. It was a nighttime workout. Yeah, I believe the tweet said rain or shine, uh, yep. day or night, morning or evening, Wilson to Judy. Yep. Just yeah. in case you missed it, For the first time in sports, Nike will have uniforms connecting multiple teams in one city through the use of a common theme. 
the Washington Nationals City Connect uniforms and the Washington Wizards City Edition uniforms will both feature DC's iconic cherry blossoms. The Nationals will wear those jerseys in this upcoming season and the Wizards will debut them for next NBA season. The Avalanche, the Nuggets, the Rockies have all had uniforms that show the mountain imagery of uh, Colorado. The Broncos do? Have the Broncos? I don't think so. I, I believe I said uh, the Avalanche, Nuggets, and Rockies. I didn't yeah, oh, I said the, the Broncos. Right, yeah, the Broncos. Because yeah, my right. question was, would you like to see a Broncos uniform that incorporates mountain imagery? 100%. In fact, um, they're probably going to redesign their uniforms at some point after new ownership takes over. And they are? In all likelihood, yes. Really? Why? If, unless, the, unless the new owner loves the uniforms, but those uniforms with the big side swooshes are considered to be very 1990s, very dated. It's time It's time for a refresh, but one thing, Joe Ellis, uh, in running the team the last few years, he's been pretty firm in believing that something like the uniforms, it's a big deal that... It's, it should be something that is decided by an owner, not a temporary trust running the team. So that's why you haven't seen a change to the Broncos uniforms, even though a lot of people are ready for a change. I'm good with what they have. You you like the big slide swooshes? Ugh. I don't even notice them. I, I watch to see if they win or lose. I'm not into their clothing. Of course you're not, but a lot of people are. Look, players change, coaches change. The uniforms are actually something that uh, people latch on to as symbolic of the team. I know they don't mean much to you. We've every That's why whenever I want to talk about uniforms and things like that, I always do it when you're not on the show because okay. I know you don't like that. Okay, let me ask you. You think North Carolina should change their uniforms? No, because they have awesome uniforms. Oh, well, there you don't. go. There you go. How long have they had that uniform? That's my they, point. Indiana, they, they don't change their uniforms. They're classics. Alabama, they don't change their uniforms. Green Bay Packers, they don't really change their uniforms. Bears don't change their uniforms. But the Giants Broncos really don't, don't change their uniforms. The Broncos don't have a classic uniform, though. They have a dated uniform. They have the, Those teams you mentioned have timeless uniforms. The Broncos have something. Give that, it another 50 years, it'll be timeless. It, no, it's. I, I don't want to see. An, you know why people I, change uniforms? So they can sell more jerseys. That's what it's about. No, they well, they change uniforms also because sometimes you just need a refresh. The only uniform they should wear are the blue ones. That's what they win Super Bowls in. Oh, for God's sake. The orange ones. Stop it. Does anybody remember the 1980s? Yeah, those uniforms were awesome just because it's, you know, they they had block numbers. They didn't have those. They, they, the How do you know this? Block numbers. You what? you sound like what? you are a fashion designer. I'm not so sure about those black numbers. I think they should block go with more numbers, calligraphy. Not... Oh God, let's Danny. What's next? Just in case you missed it, NBA on TNT tonight. Right now, the Lakers are playing the Mavericks in Dallas. LeBron is out, so not much of an opportunity there for the Lakers, one would think. But the late game, the Jazz at the Clippers, and we've discussed NBA playoff position a lot recently. The Nuggets gained cushion over the T-Wolves with that win last night in Charlotte. The Mavs a game and a half ahead. The Jazz only a half game up on the Nuggets in that fifth spot. Do the Clippers help Denver out tonight with a win over Utah? 
Yeah. Mm, yeah, the Utah's cold right now. Yeah. yeah. And there's a potential that Paul George will be back, as reported by Shams Sharania earlier today. So we'll see how well he does in his return, if he does, in fact, hit the court. You want to do one more? Oh, it looks like we have time. You're not, you're not rushing us out of here. World Series champion Atlanta Braves will open their season no, against we're good. the Cincinnati no, we're good. Reds we're good. April 7th on ESPN2. Mm. The game was not originally on the broadcast schedule. Now it is being nationally televised. Should the defending champs always open the season on national TV? Isn't it a bit of a slight to not have them on TV? Uh, I, I guess. I mean, it it's... <sighs> It's baseball, though. I mean, it's not a big thing. I think it'd be great Uh, to have the champions open the season. Okay, good. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they do in the NFL. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, but it's also one out of 16 or one out of 17 compared to one out of 162. So. All right. I'm just trying to give your team some love. I mean, how often do they get a chance to, you know, open the season? Was last in 1995? 90, the, when did they win it? 90, what year 95, did they win it? 95, 95, 95. Yeah. <sighs> Long time ago. Yeah, right. I know. All right, any final words for the breakers? Uh, the sunset was lovely. I'm, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm looking at the orange on the horizon, the encroaching night off to the east. Yeah, it's nice. It's beautiful. Nice. Okay, well, I'm glad you had a good time down there. Go enjoy being with your folks in Tampa. At uh, what's it called? The Tarpon Inn? What's it called? Tarpon Springs. Wow, you almost name of the town. (laughs) Tarpon Inn, Tarpon Springs. I know the boys are going to enjoy nice souvenir T-shirts from Tarpon Springs. Yeah, well, whatever. We'll see. We'll we'll see what I get. I might have something different. We'll see what I get. Wow. Talk to your kids that way. Yeah, I do. I do talk to my. I, I like. I say to Charlotte. We'll see. <laughs> wow. Mace. Which he told us before means probably not. Yes. Mace, uh, be safe. I know you're going to be getting back to Tampa around midnight. Be safe on the road. We'll talk Thanks. to you tomorrow on the show. Uh, Nolan, Danny, great job today. And to all of our listeners, thanks for tolerating me. Well, I wonder what it's like to be the